I am making a massive decision in my business like today, this week, in the next few days that I've been working myself up to for about a month and I'm going to take the plunge. I know I need to. It's actually beneficial for my business even though it feels scary and a little stretching at the same time. So listen to this episode today and I hope it was a bit of an encouragement for you in thinking about whatever it is you need to take the plunge with in your business. Even though it feels scary or it feels hard, don't talk yourself out of it. This episode's all about reasons to keep yourself in that decision. Like, talk yourself into it. You know it's beneficial. Like, let's go for it, hey? So listen in. Welcome to Aussie E-Commerce Mum, a diary-style podcast for those of you starting out or running a product-based business. E-commerce is growing and more entrepreneurs are dipping their toes into making money online. In my podcast, you'll learn and be inspired by my experiences with running two Shopify websites that I started in 2020. Because the e-commerce world is very different from running a digital or service-based business. On this journal-style podcast, I share my day-to-day trials and triumphs as they unfold in real time. Because let's face it, navigating the e-commerce world feels less daunting when we share our hurdles with someone else. Join me as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. Brought to you by one of my online stores, theturtlejournal.com.au. Hey, welcome to Aussie E-Commerce. Mum, my name is Rachel. This is episode number 50. It's called Taking the Plunge or trudging forward, something like that, taking the plunge, trudging forward, stick at it, something like that, you know, take that risk, make that decision. So is there something in your business right now that you're on the fence about? Uh, Maybe you're scared about something or frustrated about something. Is something weighing on you or are you weighing something up like the pros and the cons and trying to decide what to do about it? Sometimes business frustrations, I think, can be a bit of a signal to us as the owner that something needs to shift something needs to change and we need to change something about it like a little warning sign or a little flag like hello uh probably you probably need to do something about this It's, it's becoming a bit of a problem and it's time to make a decision and make a change so maybe it's time for you to take the plunge on something i think about it like a container um we have the business is like a container and now it's worn out it's breaking apart or falling apart or overflowing. So when you pack a box, when you move house, if you pack a box and you stuff it full of like pillows, cushions from your couch, but you overstuff it and the box completely literally breaks down the seam, the cardboard box busts open. Sometimes I think taking the plunges like that, our business is giving us a little sign that what we were doing before isn't working anymore. You need to make a new decision. Something needs to shift because things are becoming, there's some friction going on, some, some, dramas some hassles that don't need to be there that are taking up unnecessary time just a decision you know maybe it's looming you just need to have a think about you need to weigh it up it's frustrating you and you need to decide you need to make a decision just take the plunge and move forward so is there a frustration that you have because that equals opportunity it really does it equals opportunity in your business you've been presented with an opportunity to make a decision about something and for me I am totally there. So before Christmas I did an episode about an inventory disaster. It was called I think I called the episode like Christmas inventory disaster and I did a follow-up episode to that also. So episode 8 way back episode 8 I did in October 2022 and then I did a follow-up episode 28 in January this year and they're both about the same thing. But the first episode, episode 8, was Christmas Infantry Disaster. And then episode 28 was like a follow-up or a revisit or how things panned out from the Christmas Infantry Disaster. So I feel like I'm at that crossroad again now. 
in what is it July 2023 I'm actually looking for a new supplier again because my current supplier started sending me some stock that's not so amazing and I actually think this is a symptom of the whole sign of the times with inflation and cost of living issues that I'm getting some of my stock that instead of my supplier increasing the price to me they started to swap a few things out and they're using maybe not as great quality supplies in manufacturing my products. So instead of upping the price, they're recouping costs in other ways. It's the classic example at the supermarket of the chip size packet getting smaller or the chocolate bar, the family chocolate bar getting smaller rather than the price going up. I think I'm having a bit of a similar issue at the moment with one of my suppliers and um, I'm at a bit of a crossroad. I need to to get some new stock. I need to find a new supplier. So here I am again <laughs> ah, and I think I found one. I do think I have found one the last few weeks and I'm having some samples flown to me at the very this very moment from China, from the factory as we speak. Guess how much it's costing me for two samples? Two samples of one product is costing me $150 Australian. <laughs> so expensive to get here but it's worth it for a sample because their minimum order quantity is crazy high so I cannot take that risk that would be silly without getting a sample first so you might be thinking big deal like how's that taking the plunge you get a new you got a new supplier you're getting some samples what's so being like what's scary about it what's so reckless what's taking the plunge about this and so maybe yeah maybe the plunge is better phrased as pushing forward I'm literally pushing to make this happen because there are so many hurdles to getting a new supplier on board and verified and just some sort of rhythm with with me as a customer and ordering stock and cycles and things in fact you know what there's lots of opportunities along the way to say no it's too hard and you will have the same thing whatever it is at the moment that you might be if you're experiencing this that you might be finding you're on the fence about or worried about or need to make a decision about you too will feel this oh it's too hard how can this even work? How can I make this work? How, uh, what do I need to do to make this work? You too will find those questions circling in your head and lots of opportunity to pull out and say, nah, too hard. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I can't, I can't do it. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. We'll just keep ma managing as best we can and putting up with the issues and dramas and not making the plunge, not taking the decision to do something beneficial for your business long term by taking the plunge and by pushing forward in the area you know you probably need to push forward into so this is going to be a benefit for my business in this new supplier and so I know I need to do it but it comes with some stress and some strain and these sorts of things often come to me in the shower as a bit of strategy around it so the minimum order quantity for this supplier is crazy high nothing I've had to accommodate before in fact for door-to-door -door service including customs it's going to be over three grand Australian and I've never spent that much in one hit on inventory before in three years of e-commerce. I'm still little and new and learning. I haven't shelled out that much in one foul sweep for one order ever before. It's a crazy amount of money. But I need to build up my cash reserves um, to do this. So I need to have find some extra cash to make this happen, but I don't want to use all my cash flow to make this happen either I also need to put some equity into my business to do this too why because what happens if I scrounge and scrape and manage to pull together three grand to pay for this one shipment and it leaves me with zero how do I 
you know, how do I cover my operating costs next month or for the rest of this month? How am I paying my Facebook ads? How am I paying my Australia Post? Buying new boxes, paying for my Shopify websites, paying for Klaviyo. Like, how am I paying for the operating expense of my business if I use every bit of cash I have for this inventory purchase? It's just not wise. But do you know what is wise? Finding some money and injecting it as an equity bump, as an equity balloon into my business so that this money will come in and sit and cycle around in the business for equity, for equity, for inventory, for inventory. So the stock is going to be purchased. I'm placing this order partially with cash I have that I've raised from an end of financial year sale, which I did deliberately to clear out some stock that was slow moving and to pull together some extra cash for this inventory purchase. And part of this will be funded from an equity boost that I'm going to finance from our family to put that into the business that will sit there as equity. It will sit there tied up in inventory, yeah, but the money's not gone. It's like a loan to my business from my family. So my business needs this equity injection to make this new supplier work, to actually make the plan to grow the business work. I can maintain with what I'm doing, but I'm not 100% happy with the stock. It's not factory second stock, but it's not as good as it was a year ago or six months ago. So I, I'm not wrapped with it and I don't want to be at the mercy of, of somebody, a supplier, sending me stock that's changed and they didn't tell me about and they're making, you know, managing their own costs and passing me on stock that's not as amazing as it used to be. So my business needs my control over it and I want to have the cash inside the business to roll around in inventory. So yes, it's tied up in inventory. If I finance um, $1,500 from our family's budget into this equity boost to this business, then yes, that money is now not in my family budget. But it's not gone. So we need to remember that. You might be at a similar stage of business or maybe we'll need to think about this soon. Maybe you've been through this before and understand. It can be really scary to do for the first time. It's like an injection of cash into your business to, to sort of sit there and cycle around. So, you know, I'll spend it, buy stock. Then the stock sells. I, I take off the cream of that, you know, the the, the, what's the word, the top line revenue? No, what's the word I'm looking for? Gross profit, I can't think of the right term. I pull out the gross profit from those sales, but the, the baseline cash that I injected to begin with, the wholesale cost of those products, stays in the business to purchase the next lot of stock, the next lot of stock. So it circles around and makes money for me because it's sitting there like a little lump sum money, like I literally am thinking of it in my head, in a barrel, rolling around and around and around. It's buying inventory, I'm selling inventory, it's buying inventory, I'm selling inventory. The money's not lost as long as I don't go spending it on other stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like if it's locked for its purposes inventory, then I just take off the cream of that for my operating expenses, my profit, I pay myself, all those sorts of things. So that's my little latest thing that I need to take the plunge. This has been in my mind for probably a month and I have been trying my hardest not to talk myself out of this. I know I need to do it, take the plunge. And the last time I did this, I was so happy with the result because I got stock at a much better price. I had more control over it and I got a better quantity when I did this before and, and tried a new supplier. So 
I know it's beneficial to my business. It's how I grow. I feel like this will take my business literally up a level on a ladder. I, I can operate at a certain level now with the stock I have, but I'm purchasing really regularly. I have very, very small turnovers of stock I'm buying often because I haven't got the equity and the cash in that little reserve to be able to buy a lot of inventory at once. I need to up my ante. I need to up my buying power as a customer to these big warehouses in China to be able to buy stock at some sort of level that, that reflects the business I want to be, the business I want to grow into and where I want to get to. Maybe you find the same. You might be at a similar sort of decision making for your own business where you need to make a decision to just take the plunge, to do something that you actually know is good for your business. Think of a way to make it work. Like try not to let yourself be talked out of it. This whole, I, I, I haven't got three grand. I do have three grand sitting in the business account, but it's not just for inventory. <laughs> it's not for inventory. So many other things, like I said, that it needs to go towards and sit there for. I can't spend every cent on inventory. That would be reckless. I feel like if I'm weighing these things up, that's far more reckless than than taking a, a loan, quote, in quotation marks, you know, loan from my family for half that amount or for $2,000 of it and putting that into the business as a bit of an equity boost, a loan that will appear on my balance sheet. Now my, my business is now better value. It's got a higher value. It's on my balance sheet now as, as more equity and then I could go and buy this inventory and have that as part of my equity in my business and have a better buying power, with better supplies. Like, this is just so, it's just so new to me. I'm, I'm learning so much every day about e-commerce in Australia. Do you know what? Shout out to you if you are in e-commerce. Oh my goodness. Like, how much easier would it be to sell digital products <laughs> than worry about inventory? But I shouldn't say easier because actually it's not easier. If you've tried to sell digital products before, you might be listening to this, you might be really successful at it, which is good on you, like, well done. I've tried digital products a couple of times. I just couldn't make it work. That The market is, is beyond flooded with uh, digital products. So I sell digital products and they're, usually, they're an accompaniment to my physical products. But I, I just couldn't, I couldn't make it work with digital products. So e-commerce is certainly for me. So if you're an e-commerce like me too, hey, we've got to worry about this sort of stuff. Inventory is a whole thing that we have to think about and manage and get to know and become familiar with and make it work for our business and for our business value. And but while keeping our cash flow intact, hey, like don't don't bankrupt yourself cash flow wise to place that giant stock order. Um, if if you know. If you can finance it another way, if there's another way you can you can have that cash injection uh, as some sort of loan even that can go back to whoever it was. Like if, if our family needs this money back um, because, you know, the, I don't know, the washing machine dies in six months time, then I'll, I'll get it back out. Like the money can come back out of the business when it's needed. But at the moment, the business needs it more than we do. And I need it to make this business grow and to, to, to step up my inventory game to a new level so that I'm playing with a bigger pool of cash and a bigger pool of inventory to turn over 
my inventory in a, in a more professional rhythm, a better manner that gets me a better price per unit, more certainty, more structure, I can plan ahead better. Anyway, lots of things. Do you know, the more you talk about it, some things like this in business, it, it becomes clearer and clearer. So I do know this is the right decision and I'm just going to take the plunge and do it. So the end of financial year sale I have was really helpful. I definitely was able to boost my cash flow from that. So I've cleared out a heap of stock that was really slow moving. So I have extra cash on hand now than I did at the start of June, which is great. And then once these samples arrive, you know, uh, it looks like they should be perfect. Based off of this factory, its reviews and everything I've seen about it, um, their correspondence and communication with me over email has been exceptional. I've got really high hopes for this stock. So these samples, then I'll be placing a really huge order. <laughs> with them which they probably don't think is huge but I certainly do and then I'll come back in I'll check in I'll let you know how it's gone and how it is going and how this this is working and how how sort of bumping my my business from level two rung two on the ladder up to rung three um is going and how well it's working for me and my family long term hey like ultimately this is going to benefit my family too this business is here to support me and my family and our dreams and our goals so your business is there to do the same. I take the plunge, hey? Whatever it is you are thinking about or mulling over, do a little bit of a pro-con. Try not to talk yourself out of it. Try to keep talking yourself into it. If it's a good decision, you know it's a good decision. If it's good for your business, you know it's good for your business. It doesn't mean it's not hard to do. Things that are good for our business can still be really hard to do. But you know if it's going to be beneficial for your business or not. So go ahead and take the plunge. That's what I reckon. And thanks for joining me on my Diary Style Podcast. I hope this has been a bit of an encouragement for you to listen in to what I'm challenging with and what I'm, I'm finding success with. As I try and grow in e-commerce in Australia with my two Shopify stores, head to my website. You can send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at aussieecommercemum.com.au and I will see you next time. Keep learning.